0: This show is brought to you by Helix Sleep. Sleep, especially as you get older, is so critical, but no two people sleep alike. That's why Helix offers several different mattress models, each designed for specific sleep positions and preferences. Go to helixsleep.com dailywire and take their sleep quiz to find the mattress made for you. Whether you're a side sleeper, a stomach sleeper, a hot sleeper, or a cold sleeper, Helix has just the mattress for you. I took the Helix Sleep Quiz and was matched with a Helix Midnight Mattress because I wanted a medium firmness and I sleep on my side. I am sleeping so much better on my new mattress. Don't want to take my word for it? Well, Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Take the quiz and order the perfect mattress right to your door, shipped for free. It's so quick and fun to unbox and you won't believe how well you'll sleep. All Helix mattresses come with a 100 night trial and a 10 or 15 year warranty. Helix even offers financing options and flexible payment plans. A great night's sleep is never far away. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and a free bedroom bundle for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash dailywire and use code helixpartner20. This is their best offer yet and it won't last long. That's helixsleep.com/dailywire. Code helixpartner20.
1: Okay, it's time for a little bit of uh, anthropology, some historical research today. We're going to go back and rewatch as much as we can stomach of my very first episode. We're going to move the clock back five years to uh, April second of 2018. Was the first episode with me homeless in my car, and I have to tell you that. I don't like to watch my old stuff because you have to understand it's like a lose-lose proposition. Because either it's really good and then you worry that you were better back then than you are now and you've fallen off, or it's terrible and embarrassing and then you're just embarrassed. How
0: embarrassing?
1: So no matter what, it's emotionally painful to watch anything that you've done prior to the day before yesterday. Uh, But I'm gonna endure that pain today. So let's get into episode one of the Matt Wall Show called uh, Never Apologize to the Pitchfork Mob, the name of the episode, a theme that, of course, I've returned to frequently in preceding years. And uh, let's put it on. All right. So Laura Ingram is taking a vacation. Um, okay, pause it. Va- I can't. I can't actually do this. So first of all, we don't have to worry about that it's it's too good and makes me feel bad about what I'm doing now. So that's not a concern. That concern's off the table. It's not, it's, we don't have to worry. We don't have to worry the show is better back then. That's the good, part. that's the good news. Um, the, what we do have to worry about though is, is everything else that's happening. Um, and we have to start with my appearance, which I don't know what's going on with the haircut. It's like a little bit of Donald Chef. Trump. It's a little bit of an unkempt sixth grader on school picture day. Um, there's the the Cyclops glasses. Not the best look. And then there's the faux leather jacket. It was definitely faux leather. It wasn't real, that's not real leather. That was a $30 jacket, probably. So there's the faux leather jacket with the salmon-striped wrinkled shirt that's not even buttoned all the way. And then it goes the worst, the, the most egregious offense of all, of course, is the, is the beard, which is way too trimmed down. And that's like if you're gonna have a beard like that, there's no reason to have a beard. So you really gotta commit one way or another. You have the beard, you don't have the beard. So here's what I'm wondering when I watch this, which is... So I don't put the blame on myself, as you might expect. I put the blame on everybody else. Like, why did no one else say to me, hey, you look like shit on camera. Let's figure something out. No one said that to me. It might shock you to learn it. No one ever said that. Not one time. Nobody. So I feel betrayed. This is not my fault. All right. Let's continue. Vacation amid the advertiser boycott and all the outrage that's still growing. It hasn't died down you know, here we are, four or five days later, because of this, you know, unnecessary and dumb tweet that she sent about David Hogg. Unnecessary and dumb. Okay, oh. get, let's just stop. Just get to the point. Look, like what they said is babbling in the beginning. No one knows what I'm talking about. Uh, I'm not hooked in at all. To that. I don't even know what I'm. I don't know what I'm talking. I know that it's something to do with Laura Ingram. I don't know. I, I'm not interested. I'm already bored. And I'm the one who said this. Couldn't get into it. Uh,
0: explain yourself. What didn't it, you like about it?
1: It insists upon itself. But I'm not. I'm also not paying attention to what I'm saying because I'm still hung up on some of the aesthetics of this broadcast. Like there's a random book bag in the background. Why is that there? I actually remember the... So I remember that. Oddly enough, I remember before I hit record on the on the camera, I remember I, I looked back and said, there's a book bag there. I should probably move it. And then I said, eh, it's not worth it. So it wasn't worth the effort for me to turn around and move the book bag over. And so I said, we'll just keep it on camera, because why does it matter? Speaking of the aesthetics, you'll notice the the fence in the background there. And uh, so a lot of times people will ask me back in the car cast days, which, by the way, is what I'm calling it now, where did I go to do the podcast? And really, nobody asked me that because nobody was watching and no one cares. But uh, if you were wondering that, um, this very first episode I did outside of my house, that's my yard there. And I stopped uh, doing that because what would happen is I'd be in the car doing the podcast and my kids would come out and they would just stand in the yard and stare at me and I made me feel self-conscious. And then my wife would come out and my, my, my kids would say, Oh, what's daddy doing in the car? And she would say, Oh, daddy's pretending to have a job kids. She didn't say that exactly, but she could have said that and it, and it would not have been inaccurate. Uh, so anyway, so eventually I found a new spot at a, like in a parking lot, like a shopping center parking lot. And I would do it there. I'm in a parking garage. Right next to an overflowing trash can, and then instead of my kids staring at me, it would be random people walking by staring at me, which was better, I guess. Um, and I remember, and this is true, one time in one of these parking lots doing the show. Doing the show. This is not a show. And th- a guy actually came up and knocked on the window Hi. and said, "Hey, you okay in there? Am I okay? What do you? Like, what do you? Why? Of course I'm okay. Why do? I? But then I realized I look like I'm having a psychotic episode. <laughs> So I guess he was checking to make sure that it wasn't. You know, Vladimir Putin called the U.S. dollar's drop in dominance objective and irreversible as Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa formally agreed to use local currencies and in trade instead of the U.S. dollar. As demand for the dollar weakens, the buying power of the dollar weakens. This is why birch gold is busier than ever. Investors and savers are looking to harness the power of physical gold held in a tax-sheltered IRA And you can, too. You can protect your IRA or 401k by diversifying with gold from Birch Gold as the U.S. dollar continues to receive pressure from foreign countries, digital currency, and central banks. Arm yourself with information on how to protect your savings. Learn if gold is right for you, too. Text Walsh to 989898, and they'll send you a free info kit on gold with an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews. I trust Birch Gold to help you diversify into gold. If a central bank digital currency becomes a reality, it'll be nice to have some gold to depend on. Again, text Walsh to 989898. (sighs) All right. In fact, let's just, you know, just to frame this, and in in case you're, um, in in case you forget, let's just, um, let's just remind you what the tweet was, what this offending tweet was. And this is the tweet that has potentially destroyed her career. So I'm holding a phone in my hand du- you know, over a dozen while delivering the, and the monologue. Enter. And this is the tweet, okay? Um, gotta pull up the tweet because I didn't and have it right. Okay, March you gotta stop it again. Um, so I'm still not paying attention to the content at all because I'm not interested in the content. The other question I get is, uh, this is a real question that, that comes up a lot. It's a fair question, which is like, why, well, how was this ever a thing? Why did anyone ever think that this was a good idea for you to do uh, a show in the car. And the, the answer to that is that when I first started The Daily Wire, um, before I even had a podcast, they wanted me to, uh, to record like little video rants just because they, need, they needed content. And so, you know, we and I was writing and I worked at The Daily Wire and I was mostly writing and they said, well, you need to make more content than that. We've got to squeeze every bit of content we can out of you, And so they wanted me to start doing these little every once in a while, just like do a little video and, uh, and post it. It wasn't a lot of direction. And I did those in my car because only because it was the only place I could go where it was quiet. And I thought that no one's going to watch it anyway, so, the, so it doesn't really matter what it looks like. And then when DW came to me and, and uh, said that they would like me to do a daily show, and I was meeting in uh, Jeremy's office in Los Angeles at the time. And they said, I want to do a daily show. And, uh, and I said, that sounds great. So what, like, studio-wise what are we gonna do about the studio? And he said, well, well, keep doing it in your car because we love the look. We love the look in the car. And, and he even said, and this is true, he even said that maybe down the line I could move into a studio, but maybe we would make the studio look like the inside of a car so that I wouldn't be in a car anymore, but it would look like it, so we'd still have that great look. And I think I sort of bought that at the time, but now I'm looking at this and I'm like, there's no way. You like that look? That's not. It's not. No. There's no way. There's no way you looked at this and said that's a great look. You know what? That's the look. That's the look's going to take you to the top, kid. That look right there. So I think it was more like, hey, you don't even know how to comb your hair, so we're not going to put a lot of money into this operation. You gotta, you gotta prove it. You gotta earn it. So I think it was more that, which is fair. All right. We'll watch. How do you know how far into this video have we made? I think we've made it about fifteen seconds. Fifty seconds. All right, let's see if we can make it to a minute. Let's put 10 seconds on the clock. Go ahead. Um, she, the, the tweet is, linking to an article, it says, David Hogg rejected by four colleges to which he applied. Mm. How do I still have a job? <laughs> how, did that, how did that happen? I will give myself, so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm looking at this and I'm like, what's the bright side? What can I give myself some credit for? Where are the strong points? And I will give myself credit for one thing. I don't think, it doesn't look or sound like I'm reading.
0: You sure about that?
1: But, uh, and I don't know if this is good or bad, but I definitely was reading. So I would write out a monologue and then I would go and print it at Staples because we didn't have a printer at our house. And then I would go into my car when I would usually just stay parked in the Staples parking lot. And the employees at Staples were were definitely wondering because they're like, who is this disheveled weirdo coming in here every day and printing out a little speech and then delivering it to nobody in his car outside. Imagine how confused everybody was. And that was my audience too, by the way. So the employees at Staples were kind of like looking out the window. Is he in in his car? What are they doing in there? That was the whole audience of the show. That was it, that was the entire audience. Um, But at least I had an audience. But now everything has changed. Uh, Now I'm in this beautiful studio. Looking out over trees and mountains, very real trees and mountains. You sure about that? And I think we've walked out memory lane enough. I want, I want to remove these early episodes from the internet now and burn them. That's what I would, if that was even possible, that's what I would prefer to do. Thanks for watching. Why?